2: The Art of Decluttering podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Kirsty Faridja from Feels Like Home Professional Organisers.
3: And I'm Amy Ravel from Simply Organised. We can't wait to share with you all our tips and tricks to help you declutter and keep your home and family organised. If you'd like to engage with the podcast further, you
2: can find us at The Art of Decluttering on Facebook. Let's get started. <music> Welcome to episode 23 of The Art of Decluttering. This week we are talking about Christmas decorations. We are on to
3: another Christmas episode. Yay! Yay! (laughs) I am so excited about this episode, Kirst, because I feel like Christmas decorations is an area that almost every family in Australia, possibly in the world, can get great value from decluttering, Mm, I know
2: some people, and I'm, I wonder if you know them too, um, that will not listen to this episode <laughs> because uh, yes. they absolutely love having multiple dozens of boxes of decorations.
3: Yeah, I think at this point I need to do a shout-out to my mum because <laughs> pretty much the whole ceiling of our house is filled with Christmas decorations. And every year at the end of November, Cal, my husband, or my brother-in-law, Marika, get a call. Can you please come and climb into the ceiling cavity and get down the Christmas decorations? And she goes nanas with the amount of Christmas decorations that are up in her home. Now, I certainly would never put up that much, but I must say it does look pretty beautiful. Yeah, my aunt and my
2: cousin and my sister are avid Christmas decorators like mm-hmm. their whole house goes ballistic, and particularly my cousin. My cousin has, I do not know where she stores them, I'm gonna to have to ask her at Christmas. Her whole house <laughs> is like Santa spewed up in it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that is the best, <laughs> and she loves it. She loves it, she yep. loves
2: it, and I. Other people appreciate it too. I appreciate it that it's not my house. Santa had <laughs> one too many Sherry's at her house. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and spewed up ornaments everywhere.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so, Cass, what do you do? Do you do just the tree or do you decorate the house or the outside? What's kind of your level? Uh, we are fairly
2: minimalist. We definitely, no, I I would probably say we're we we've well to the minimalist side of the scale we have a tree we We have a tree (laughs) we have a tree we decorate it we even have enough decorations that we don't necessarily put every single one up but we don't have excess decorations for the christmas tree i know some people who have like a green and red box and then a blue and white box and then a pink and purple box and then like <laughs> full full tree decorations we don't have that we I may... may or may not sorry i may or may not <laughs> okay well we will get to that but yeah. we have we have just enough to um cover our tree mm-hmm. and we may have like maybe a like a small a container worth that we don't put on the tree yeah um, and then we have a few decorative items but not that many and we have a couple of um are they advent like
3: calendars like um, where you like put pull a toy like oh like yeah oh, i can't even think of the word no i
2: can't either very un-Christmas of us um so we have an advent tree that we've we pull out that used to have chocolates in it but yeah. no oh, that's longer a bit does sad.
3: it's got no more chocolates in it no you meant yes. to replace the chocolates every replace year the cho- no just buy a brand new calendar you need to do this oh uh, no see our
2: kids can't eat the like the standard chocolate our oh. kids are allergy chocolaters <laughs>
3: Oh, that's sad. So, they need
2: allergy, you know, friendly chocolate. So, we can't just buy, you know, the cheap $2 Advent. No, you can't. And they would love to get a Lego Advent calendar every year, but we can't afford $50 a bomb each either. So, um, but we have a couple of garlands and we have. We have a table decoration. I have a Christmas tree thing that I stuff full of decorations. Mm -hmm. It's, um, I can't explain that, I'm not doing a very good job, but it sits on the table and it's got all um, baubles and stuff inside it. But our house isn't, you don't walk in and go, OMG, it's Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) You walk in and go, "Oh, oh, yeah, I can see the Christmas tree. Um, yeah, right. and we have one we have a wreath on our door oh that's pretty yeah it's a one it's a bell wreath like it's all got
3: um it's a wreath full of little bells wow that would drive me insane so like every time someone comes over it sounds like the cats are stampeding uh no it's not that bad but <laughs> i bet you it is no it's
2: like <laughs> no 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 no. it's not cat stampeding it's like Tingly, jingly, you know Rudolph's coming. Bells. Ah, you make it sound so romantic, <laughs> but all I can picture is cats. <laughs> Where the lizards have still got Santa spewing up decorations.
1: <laughs> I think we've ruined Christmas, Kirsty. <laughs> We're so sorry.
3: <laughs> Tell us about your house. Is it minimalist or is it Santa spew? So our Christmas is not necessarily minimalist because that implies that effort is put in and. <laughs> You know, like you're actually intentionally something. Ours is more a half-baked Christmas. Like we have a tree, but it's not awesome. We have decorations, but not heaps. We decorate the tree, but not anywhere else. We have a few ornaments that we put up, but like they're kind of clustered together so that when it comes time to pack up, I can just kind of sweep them into the box. Mm -hmm. So I can't really say that it's a very Christmassy house because it's not, but we do definitely put up christmas decorations i think we I, established this last week that we're both a bit on the
2: grinch side
3: of the sad, christmas spectrum i, I feel <laughs> like i'm the moving, one thing that we're together on <laughs> it is we're the same although i am moving further and further away from grinch every year this year we might even buy ourselves like a tree that's over a meter tall it <laughs> yes. might happen it might happen um i love 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 packing up after christmas of course now, you do. Now, for most people, that's <laughs> the worst bit of Christmas. They prefer to hang out the tree and set it up and make it look all pretty. However, what I love is the packing up, putting things away, knowing what you've got, doing a bit of an audit, packing it away so it's easy to pull out next Christmas. That's the bit that I enjoy. So much so... That for my existing clients, I even offer a Christmas pack-up session between Christmas and the first week of January. That's so awesome. You're lucky, lucky
2: clients. <laughs> it is so much fun. Melbourne peeps, get on it. <laughs> <laughs> so I like packing away decorations too. It's not It's not the worst thing. Um, but it's not my favourite thing.
3: <laughs> I think the beauty of packing up is it's a great chance to do your declutter. I don't suggest that people do their Christmas declutter before they put up the Christmas decorations. It's actually the best way to do it is as you're packing things down, think, oh, I didn't like that, I wouldn't use that again, I need to replace that. And so you can actually chuck them all in the bin and then you're only packing up that which you would use the following year. And I think that's really key is you don't, So many Christmas decorations only have one or two years' life cycle in them, and so your tinsel is not going to last you 10 years. Some of the decorations your kids made in kinder, as beautiful as they were that year, probably need to be thrown in the bin and not put centre of the tree every year when they're falling apart and they're missing bits and the glitters all come off. So when you're packing up, that's what I suggest, is that's your time to do an awesome declutter of your Christmas decorations. See, I... Beg to differ.
2: No. (laughs) You and I disagree. I know. See, we do often. (laughs) (laughs) No, I totally agree with you that it is great to declutter on the way out. (laughs) However, if you are umming and ahhing about whether a decoration should even go on your tree, let it go right there. Uh, Don't even put it on the tree. And don't even think, oh, I might use it next year. Unless it's color-coded, unless you are one of those families who's got 14 different styles of decoration and you do color years, I have a beautiful friend who does that. So if you're one of those families, awesome. But if you're not one of those families and you actually pull out that decoration that your kinder kid made in if you put that
3: 1979
2: yes if you, 1979 <laughs> and they haven't you haven't passed it on to that grown up child <laughs> um, then let it go because you, if you didn't put it up this
3: year you're not going to be putting it up next year yeah I dare say that's great advice Kess I totally agree with you I think if you if it's ugly enough that you're not using it this year get rid of it straight away yes now, we have in
2: our family a tradition around Christmas decorations, actually. Ooh, I forgot about this that? Last, year, last week when we were talking about traditions. We buy a decoration for the kids each year. Oh, nice. So that then when they move out of home, they're set up with a whole lot of decorations. Ah, oh, so how do you remember who's is whose? Uh, It's quite easy for us because we've got a boy and a girl. So we often buy things. um, We don't buy a pink and a blue thing necessarily, um, but we'll buy something that is more suited to one child than the other.
3: Yeah, okay. So they've got different things that they like and different patterns and colours and things. Yeah,
2: and then if you can write on the back of it, like if it's a flat decoration, we'll write their name on the back of it. Or we have got some that have got their names on it.
3: Oh cute. Yeah. I don't think I've ever purchased an intentional decoration. It's oh. always like, oh my gosh, Target have them all at 70% off on Boxing Day. I'm gonna to totally buy some decorations. <laughs> <laughs> no,
2: we buy but we just buy one each each year. So yeah. our um decoration pile is growing. However, we know in fifteen years time. That they'll all be gone as well. Of
3: all the things for you to hoard, it's Christmas decorations for your kids.
2: (laughs) Uh, And it's not hoarding, it's one. So they'll have 18 (laughs) decorations each by the time they leave home or 25 or maybe 45 45, (laughs) the way Sydney house prizes are going
3: that's excellent They're, they'll be able to afford a smashed avocado on toast but not their own christmas decorations <laughs> <laughs> exactly
2: no i just i just like that tradition and then they can you know each year we do say to them do you still like this because if they don't like it then and if it was a two dollar decoration from target which they often are yeah then it can go i've got yeah, no, no sentimentality just, over that those things
3: no but so the tradition is the fun bit i think i The traditions around Christmas are something that I love.
2: Yeah, so that's what we do. Um, And I was going to say that if your kids, if you still have decorations that belong to your children who no longer live at home and have their own Christmas tree and their own children. (laughs) maybe you could pass those decorations onto them and then they can decide whether or not they want their handprint from 2000 and no from 1979 (laughs) (laughs) i know i know it's really cute to see so keep some of them and that's i was also going to say about sentimental decorations
3: Mm.
2: be really thoughtful about and intentional about what you do keep you know if they did make five decorations when they were in kindy and it was 35 years ago maybe have a look and find one that is the best of those five and but, keep the yeah. best of those five and even if it's last year if your kids made decorations last year and you put all five of them up and you didn't declutter like amy suggested after christmas as you're putting them up think about whether or not you need all five of them or if you could just keep the one with their hand size so you can go oh look how little you used to be and you can (laughs) compare the hand this year potentially or you can compare the hand in 10 years time if that's the sentimental item that you're wanting to keep for your Christmases.
3: Awesome I'd love to share with our listeners some ideas about how to store your Christmas decorations We would love to hear it, Amy. (laughs) You're so gracious, Kirst. (laughs) (laughs) I love plastic tubs for Christmas decorations. So many, so many people have bought those bags that you can buy where you can fit all your baubles in and they've all got their individual spot, but the bags are made out of like a calico thing. What inevitably happens is because Christmas decorations are neglected for 11 months of the year is those bags start to disintegrate which is totally gross and then totally defeats the purpose when you're pulling them out and baubles are rolling around on the ground. So can I suggest that you go out and buy some containers that are actually quite large and use them to keep all your Christmas decorations in something that I discovered a couple of years ago, which has made our Christmas decorations even more organized is we use draw insert dividers for our Christmas decorations. So, and this is where Kirsty was saying before that we do do the colors, is in one drawer insert we'll have all our red decorations and another one will be all the silver another one the gold another one the blue and i think we've also got pink and so then when we're packing up we just put them away into the particular inserts and all the inserts get piled into the tub and put away exactly as they need to be but then when it comes to decorating at christmas i will usually pick or the kids will pick two colors that we do that christmas and so say one year it's pink and blue then everything's done in that or silver and red. And so we just pull out those inserts that have the colours that we need and we can decorate away to our heart's content because we have everything that we need. That is such an awesome idea. Do you know what we
2: use to pack up our Christmas decorations? Tell me. We use a box a moving box like a tea chest oh is that heavy <laughs> you would have to ask simon because he right. he gets he has to he's the one who has to get up into the roof and put them in the <laughs> roof <laughs> um we have decluttered a lot so they're not so heavy and we um rejig it every year so we've got two big tea um and they've got all our christmas lights like they've got everything in them yes so, we mentioned in our book podcast about how I wrap Christmas books and we have them under the tree as an advent thing that we open one every day. And all those books get packed into these tea chest boxes as well and get put up in the roof for those 11, 10 and a half months every year. That's brilliant, Kirst. And so, but we actually keep the original boxes that all the decorations have come in
3: oh no no stop doing that <laughs> that's that's because you the no they're not designed to store and they're not sturdy enough they don't need to be that sturdy <laughs> oh see i love the boxes that you can just pull out and they're like oh i can't even i can't even <laughs> when i'm when i'm helping clients do their christmas pack up like I'll bring containers with me and snap lock bags and go, no, we are not using the container that your Christmas lights came in. Like we're not going to try and wrangle that stuff back into this box. We're going to just do it our own way. Um, I love putting Christmas lights and the like in snap lock bags so that they don't all intertwine with each other. And even tinsel, chuck it in a snap lock bag, throw it in, and then you're not going to end up having to unravel it from something the year after.
2: Oh, so we put our Christmas lights back into that little box that they came in because Simon um, is the master of getting things back into their original boxes.
3: <laughs> wow. That is a gift. I do not have.
2: <laughs> he, that is incredible, Simon. Yeah. He is really good at doing that. And oh, I'm right. worried that if I put them in the snap lock bank, that they'd break.
3: Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. no. So I, once you've got the draw inserts though, you've got all that extra protection. Yes, that's true. Um, <laughs> But we are just quite magical
2: at being able to get our Christmas decorations back in the boxes, and that also helps us. I mean, that's just the way we do it just because we've been too lazy to go in every year we say let's go get boxes and we just don't
3: ever get no, them. If you don't need them, don't, don't get them.
2: Yeah, so we had somebody on our Facebook page, I think, or somewhere ask us how to store a Christmas tree when the box has been let go
3: of. Great question. I think let go of the box as soon as you can because most people are not like Kirsty and Simon (laughs) and fitting that stupid tree back into the box you bought it from is almost impossible and pretty much guaranteed to end you in a domestic on like the 28th of December. (laughs) So my suggestion is ditch it right from the beginning and go and buy. So you can buy even from Bunnings I saw the other day, a Christmas tree box and it's like a storage container. It's got locks, it's got a lid, and you can just shove your Christmas tree in there, put it wherever you want to keep it. It's not getting dusty. It's not getting any kind of spiders in it or anything like that. Just ditch the box. It's too hard. It's way too hard. Excellent. Great advice. (laughs) More from
2: us in just a few minutes. Don't forget to visit our website, theartofdecluttering.com.au and sign up for our bonus episode that's not so secret anymore. We've done episodes on linen cupboards, toys, wardrobes, pantries, jewellery and so many more. So if you're new to The Art of Decluttering, you'll find loads of great tips like this one from the episode we did on Entryways.
3: We keep hooks right next to our door for our keys mm. so that coming and going, we put our keys straight away. So if you haven't got somewhere to store your car keys, you can go as simple as what Kirsty was saying. And that's just putting a basket somewhere near the door or on top of something that you know where it is and just make sure they
1: always go in there. And for us, that's just hanging them up near the door. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better? Well,
2: Now back to the podcast for so many more tips and tricks.
3: Where do you store your Christmas tree and decorations, Kirst?
2: We put the decorations up in the roof and I think the Christmas tree is on the in the roof as well, but it has been in um, our garage, in our shed, not in our shed, in our garage, on top of the filing cabinet that we have in there that is not used very much for filing
3: yeah <laughs> that we have um,
2: spoken about before in our in our
3: people episode <laughs> so you've got a roof cavity do you yes we do right right that's something we do not have we have a flat roof so we keep all ours in the top of my son's wardrobe um our children have big wardrobes that we custom built and there's no need for the top shelf so we intentionally made that kind of family storage because we don't have a garage a shed a linen cupboard a ceiling cavity anything like that um and it's, you just want it basically somewhere where it's out of the way, but it's not going to kill you when it's time to actually get it out.
2: Yeah. And that's, I think part of Simon's grinchness is that it's such an effort to get up in our, it's not an effort to get up. It's an effort to get up in our roof. Yeah.
3: It's not an effort for you, cuz <laughs> It sounds like you're me, not
2: doing it. <laughs> but it's an effort for him. We have to yes. move the car. He needs to get up in the roof. He needs to like, you know, get all the. Bats all over him and then have a shower to get all the fluffiness oh, off him. Oh, yeah, that's and, a real pain. Um, I mean, he's got it up, he's got it all organised up there and it's easy to get to, but it's does. just an effort for him. Mm-hmm. Whereas it would be lovely to um, store it in the house because then I could just.
3: Surprise him one day with the Christmas tree being up. Yeah, oh, Simon <laughs> would love that. Doesn't even have to be involved in the Christmas tree construction. That sounds like a dream for him.
2: It probably is. <laughs> now he loves watching the kids. He does enjoy the process. I should give him some credit. It does give. He does enjoy the process a little bit. I think he enjoys watching the kids' excitement, and he enjoys putting picking up the kid to whose turn it is to put the star on the top that is the sweetest tradition i really love that yes we like it too so i really do love your idea of doing packing christmas decorations away well and keeping them safe and protected and make it really super easy for you next year so you don't have to uh procrastinate procrastinate (laughs) on getting them down like Simon does (laughs) um so I just haven't had the opportunity to do many decorations with clients because I have not
3: offered that service to my clients because I am often away at Christmas yes no I absolutely love it and I think for me we create tradition around um decorating and then packing up as well like we've always got the christmas carols playing when we're setting up the tree and then when we pack up the tree i i do it completely all on my own so the kids are at school or the kids are doing whatever out in the backyard and cows at work and i do all the pack up because i know that's an unenjoyable experience for most people it's people put it off i've had clients No lie to you, where I have been to their houses in August, September and October and the Christmas tree is still sitting in the corner of the room. And there's no judgment to that. I get it. It's overwhelming and who can be bothered? And by the time it's been there for a month, you kind of think, oh, well, it's it's just in your peripheral. It's just that you you could almost call it an indoor plant by that stage, an artificial indoor plant that you just happen to decorate. And I've had people who would just say to me in August – do you know what? We're close enough to December now. Leave it up. We'll pack it up next year.
2: Yes. I was actually talking to my girlfriend, Karen, the other day, and she was saying that somebody she knows actually has their Christmas tree. They move it into another room. Oh, god! Fully decorated, everything. They just pick it up and move it into another room for those 10 months, and then they move it back into the room that is their Christmas room. That's brilliant. And have you seen those Facebook memes and stuff where the Christmas tree is wrapped in glad wrap? Yes, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's actually it's, very clever. <laughs> it is clever, especially if you're not the change the colors every season type of family.
3: <laughs> Kesty, I've just had the most awesome business idea and I don't have the capacity to take on another business. So this listeners, I am throwing this out. And if you are the listener that takes on this business idea, please let me know because I would love to hear about it. What about Uber Christmas? You just order an Uber, like Uber Eats, and they come with a Christmas tree and they set it up for you and decorate. And then at the end of Christmas, they just come pick it up and take it away. You don't even have to store it. That's awesome. How brilliant is that? Uber Christmas. Uber
2: Christmas. I reckon there'll be so many people who love that. And then you have the other people who absolutely love decorating their house and love decorating their Christmas tree and all that goes with Christmas. And they'll be horrified at the (laughs) idea of Uber Christmas.
3: I think Uber Christmas, imagine if for, say, $300, someone would come into your house with a relatively nice looking Christmas tree, decorate it or give you the decorations to decorate it, set up any fairy lights that you want, leave, come back, Pack it up, take it, put it in a storage unit, and then turn up again the first week of December the following year.
2: I actually think we need to cut this out of the podcast because you need to trademark that idea.
3: (laughs) I was working with a beautiful client the other day in her home, and she's a real Christmas person. Like she has decorations all out on her front yard, her roof has decorations on, inside her house has decorations. And so we actually set aside one whole cupboard in their house that's the Christmas cupboard. So what is in there is a lot of light-up LED decorations because nowadays we don't necessarily want to be plugging in stuff all over our houses, but to have LED solar Christmas decorations is a really cool way to decorate without you know having to run wires everywhere and worry about rain and worry about whether someone's going to trip or whether worry about whether you're going to start a fire. And so if you've got old Christmas decorations that require power – Um, I know that the Fire Brigade and the CFA and all of that kind of thing, they recommend that you don't have electric lights attached to your Christmas tree, um, particularly if it's a real Christmas tree because Christmas fires are so dangerous and they spread so quickly. There's YouTube videos showing Christmas trees lighting up and how quick a room can get swamped. So I don't want to scare you, but I just want to give you some options that there are some really cool solar systems out there that you can use instead. And so maybe when you're going through your Christmas decorations this year and you look at the blow-up Santa and the reindeer that light up, have a think about whether there are ones that you're happy to let go of that otherwise plug into power that you could replace with solar LED ones that are inexpensive to run or free to run if they're solar, And it just gives you some more options and then you can store them all together at the end of the Christmas season. Okay, so we hope listeners that you
2: have an awesome time putting up your Christmas decorations if you haven't already. And we look forward to seeing lots of photos of how you've packed up your Christmas decorations come January
3: or August next year. (laughs) (laughs) My mum always had a rule and that is that Christmas decorations were packed up around seven days after Christmas, which meant around New Year's. And I love that rule. So our family always have everything Christmas packed up by New Year's Day. No, no,
2: no, no,
3: no. (laughs) No, you keep going. Here we are trying to round up the podcast for the week and we're going to have a debate over when to pack up the Christmas decorations. (laughs) (laughs) There's a 12 days of Christmas. Do you know 12 days of Christmas is actually after Christmas? No, 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 because... This year, the 12 days of Christmas starts on the 1st of December. Because for your business, Amy. Because I'm running some marketing around that and I don't want the 12 days of Christmas to start on the 25th of December. (laughs) Yes. So, peeps, get onto Amy's website
2: and listen. Uh, She is having a cracker of a time building out her... Christmas promotion so you have to listen to it and laugh along with the rest of us (laughs) when you hear it because it is going to be hysterical. It is pretty funny. You've got a couple of more days before that comes out though (laughs) (laughs) but the 12 days of Christmas is after Christmas so you traditionally don't take down the Christmas tree until after that time which is after yeah, like the New 5th years. of January or the 6th of January by that stage. Yeah. And we have traditionally done it after New Year's, I think. Like, we again, we're quite flexible on yeah. this. You know, and if Simon had his way, he would be down on the 26th of December. <laughs> but we – and he's so good, though. When we are usually away um, for the first couple of weeks, we stay down in Melbourne usually for the first couple of weeks, and he will – most of the time wait until we get home so we can undo the Christmas tree together, Ah. which is really kind of him because I sometimes get upset when we come home. I think there's only been one year where we've come home and the Christmas tree has been all packed up and gone.
3: Most people Um, would love that. Sorry? Most people would love someone else to pack up their Christmas tree. I know, but often we have things, for
2: instance, if we go down to Christmas Melbourne for Christmas then Santa will sometimes leave Christmas presents in Sydney as well.
3: Oh, that's a bit of a
2: so special thing. Yeah, we can't undo the Christmas tree until all of Santa's presents have been gotten. Fair call. So the Christmas tree has to stay up until we're back from Melbourne. Nothing you can do about it, just blame Santa. Yeah, it is. It's Santa's fault for not for not delivering the bikes and the scooters to Melbourne. Fair enough, Santa. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. He's he's quite wise in that way, I think, so that we don't have to lug a, a put together bike <laughs> home back. Well, because what happens normally is that Simon will come down for Christmas and we'll drive down and me and the kids will, the kids and I will fly home. And so if Santa delivers everything to Melbourne, then those presents have to come back in the car with Simon. Yes, that's difficult. Um, And so it's often better for Santa. So we just let Santa know to deliver the big presents to Sydney if we're in Melbourne.
3: Brilliant idea. And that
2: extends out Christmas for us as well. Yeah um the kids are a bit disappointed that santa delivers some presents to sydney but then they get excited when he does deliver them to sydney exactly get home whereas this year we're going to be in sydney So there'll be no extension of Christmas. Oh, no, that's not true because we're going down to Melbourne afterwards. So there'll be Christmas presents in Melbourne. You're (laughs) a
3: greedy lady for Christmas. want double (laughs) servings. (laughs) We
2: are. That's the joy of living in two places or not living, but having family in two places. It's the best.
3: We hope that you guys have got so much value out of this Christmas episode. We've got a few more Christmas episodes still to go as part of our Christmas series. So make sure you join us next week. Kirsty, what is next week's topic? You tell me. Cuz I can't remember. Christmas gifts and wrapping. Oh my gosh, I've got some awesome tips for Christmas gifts and wrapping. I have too. Right. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye joining us. If you've learned something awesome today, do a friend a favour and share this episode so they too can learn The Art of Decluttering. You can find me, Amy, over at simplyorganised.net or on Facebook as Simply Organised PO.
2: You can find me, Kirsty, over at feelslikehome.net.au or on Facebook as FeelsLikeHomePO. Don't forget, you can see the show notes in your podcast app or over at our website, theartofdecluttering.com.au. So if there's anything you want more info on, check out out over there if you love what you hear we'd really appreciate you leaving a review on itunes we hope you've enjoyed listening and that you've learned some tips to help you declutter and keep your home organized
3: we hope you have a great rest of your day and enjoy the freedom